And we're live. Hey. Hi. How's it going? It's going. On my way home from work today, I was taking the elevator out of BART, which is the subway system in the Bay Area. Yep. And I hit a new record of disgusting. Usually these elevators are full of urine. Uh, today, the, the floor leading up to the elevator and in the elevator itself was literal shit. Great. That sounds awesome. Yep, that was pretty good. That's how my Friday, uh, that's how my weekend started. How about you guys? <laughs> well, can't doubt that. Cut. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Nice. Okay. That's about it. I am cat sitting. I, can, I cannot tell a difference. I I know it's it's hard to tell because I got the uh, the headphones covered up. It's a little easier to tell with the uh, with that a little okay. bit. Okay, a little bit. I said. Also, the problem is when I go to the the uh, place to get my hair cut, they always are obsessed with making my curls super curly, so my hair always looks just like I woke up, or if I'm wearing a hat. And then, like, a day or two later, it settles back to normal. Gotcha. Okay. How do they make it super curly? Do they, they use, like, they, curler? Yeah, they use, like, a bunch of product that just, like, that makes yeah. it just naturally curl. Oh, okay. All right. How, how much, uh, how often do you get a haircut? Apparently, I, it had been a while. Uh, she said I was last in February, so. Oh, wow. Wow. I okay. thought I usually got one every, like, three months, but apparently not. Actually, now that I think about it, mine was probably around February-ish. I don't know. I, I do this. I get my girlfriend to do like the sides and the back here. I don't go in otherwise because I get because I technically get a haircut like every month. Sure. So although I've so I find just a, a contrast to John's hair. It, my hair is pretty obvious when I get a haircut. Mm. I cut a lot of it off. Uh, but when I go and look back at like the thumbnails on our episodes, because I can see a whole bunch of them at once, I can like see my hair like getting taller. <laughs> shrink, so I can you can easily see a change. <clears throat> That's pretty great. Yep. Nice. What's up with you, Paul? How's the week been? Good. I'm cat sitting, so we have a three month old kitten in the bathroom right now because I don't trust my other cats with him, and I can't okay. supervise while we do this. So. All right. You could have like brought it into the podcast room or the office room or whatever. I don't trust the kitten in here either. Okay, that, sure. Because yeah. the computer will get turned off. I guarantee it. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. So, so you have three cats at the moment? Currently three, yeah, for a couple of days. Cool, cool. Yep. Uh, okay, well, let's do a podcast. Let's go do a podcast. Uh, August 24th. This is the Top Down Perspective. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. Paul, you sounded so sad about that fact. Mm-hmm. God. Paul's every still, day, man. This is I'm what I still live with. Paul. Yep, every day. <laughs> you just you'd look in the mirror. Nope, still Paul. <laughs> I had the best very, dream very, where, I was, <laughs> where I was anyone else. That's just sad. Any other person. <laughs> This is, a bit, this is a very Eeyore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sean, right on, right Sean, on. Sean, what have you been playing? Oh, man. Throwing it in your face. Your yeah, chance. Yeah, right there. I wasn't ready to hit the <laughs> hit the marker thing, but we're good. Um, 
What have I been playing? Remind. I've been playing. <laughs> I got. I've kind of been getting into Siege. Dude, it's so good once you start getting the flow. I'm starting to get the flow. It yeah. took a while. Yeah, it takes um, a while. Yeah. That community is so toxic. I, I'm constantly <laughs> being surprised. Yeah. Actually, someone sent me a message, which first off, that might be the first message I've ever received on the Xbox One. Because uh, who sends messages anymore? Yeah. Um, Except for like promotional stuff from like Xbox headquarters or whatever. Anyway. Sure. Someone actually sent me a message from the other team saying I did a nice carry. And I was like, Wow. That's amazing. But aside from that, everyone just seems to hate everyone who plays that game. I think they meant that as like, hey, nice, like helping your loser friends because like they're garbage. They didn't mean that in a positive way. But you know what? Maybe not. But you know what? It's fine because it was directed to you. And that's a good thing. So well, it's a compliment for you and it's an insult for everyone else. I actually didn't do anything in that match. They shot me immediately. So I think it was sarcasm. Oh, it was sarcasm then, for sure. No, I'm I'm totally kidding. I actually took out three of their five people. It was okay. probably the best round of my life. I say that though because I'm pretty because all three of them were standing in one room, so I'm pretty sure they were just as bad as me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And the way that that could happen is last weekend was a free weekend for Siege. Yeah. So my friend who was really into it was like, "Yo, we got to get on there and you know play against the people who are real bad at it." Yeah. Whereas I'm like, we can play some. I'll get to play someone just as good as me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. for once yes yes yeah um i've uh let's see the two people and I'm, I'm still like not good at just picking like anyone like when i go when it comes to class-based stuff like i think of overwatch sure as something that has this many different characters um there's like four characters in overwatch i'm i'm comfortable with sure this one there's like one for each side okay that i i know what their ability is I I, I'm, I would not say I am comfortable with them, but I sure. know how to somewhat use their ability to maybe get a kill. And that is uh, I said this one before Cap can Cap can. Yep. Mm-hmm. I like I like him a lot. Sure. Because um, mainly I don't have to do anything yeah. besides hope someone walks through the door that I picked. Yeah. And since he's a Russian um, operator, he gets that AK and it's oh so sweet. I also do like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um. I remember last time I talked about Siege, I was talking about uh, the dude with the flashing shield. Yeah, uh, Blitz. Blitz. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I don't like him anymore uh, <laughs> okay. because he gets a pistol and I, I just I want some kind of assault rifle. OK, that's, that's just how. Yeah. So I stopped playing him and I play. Oh, man. OK, it's the guy who he can, like, put something on the wall and it shoots grenades onto the other Fuse. side. Yeah fuse so I, I pick him all the time okay uh i like fuse because uh sometimes i can get a kill with fuse if if i picked the correct wall and it's usually pretty funny if i do that um and if anyone picks those characters i am just utterly confused i'm just like i yeah. i might as well just like pick random because i have no idea sure how to properly use all the other ones basically every round i'm constantly just asking my friend what does this guy do what does that one do what does this one do it also doesn't help the fact that both of us only have like the starter set um, okay right mm-hmm. so i'm constantly just like what does lion do what oh, does yeah. frost do yeah um frost has a new skin coming out that will it makes her like traps have these giant teeth on it and make them like readily visible in a way that they weren't before and it looks so bad. <laughs> yeah, I've heard a lot about Frost because that's the one my friend is like saving up to unlock. Okay. The one he wants the most. Sure. Um, 
I, I, I could not care less. I like Fuse and I like Capcan and I'm going to focus on those two. I think with Fuse, you can opt to have a shield as well if you don't want an assault rifle. Yeah, which is a shield and I, and I want an assault rifle. Yeah. So. The problem is, is that if you play Fuse on uh, Hostage, you can kill the hostage and like ruin the game instantly right. for your team. Which I've tried to <laughs> but do, but whatever. I couldn't find a wall that would let me yeah. put my grenades on. But it definitely came down to like <laughs> just me. And I was like, screw this. I'm blowing up the hostage. And I got killed before I could find a suitable yeah. wall. <laughs> um, Great. Uh, it, honestly, it doesn't matter uh, if it's a hostage stage or not. Cat Fuse is the only one I know how to use. And I'm going to select him. And if I can't use his grenade thing, I can't use his grenade thing. Sure. Fair uh, enough. If I kill the hostage. I'm still pretty happy because I got a kill. So that's kind of sure. how I look at it. That's that's a good way to <laughs> yeah. look at it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Are you looking forward to that update coming out uh, pretty soon in September? New you, new guys coming in. Clash nope. and Maverick. Operation nope. Grimstar. I like to play as Fuse. Good. And I like to play as Capcan. Yeah. And if it's if it's not one you of those like two, one of these two, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Do they have free? Do they have like a rotation every week on who you can play for free on the starter kit? No, it's it's how just do they do like, like the top two lines of characters. OK, so like what you would have got in the base game back 2015 or whenever it came out. Maybe I'm I guess. guessing. I okay, that makes sense. I suppose. Sure. Um. Yeah, and I don't have enough points in any way to like unlock a new person. It seems to take a lot, like a lot, a lot to it's not because, spend money. It's because you have the starter edition. If you have the normal edition, it's way less money or way less in-game currency to unlock stuff. Weird. Okay. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm kind of. I'm doing better. It's, it's an all right game. Uh, and for the most part, yeah, I'm just in like a party chat with one guy. So yeah. it's not toxic. Um, but some of the stories that he tells me that he puts up with is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. It can be super um, bad. And I get this weird thing happens every now and then on the Xbox where sometimes the rest of my team's feed will appear in my headset, but they can't hear us. And I'm in a party with one guy. That's but I can hear weird. what my team is saying. It's happened twice now. Hmm. You don't happen to have your Kinect still connected, do you? No. Okay, I was going to say maybe you had multiple mics, but that doesn't make sense. Yeah, that wouldn't. That doesn't seem like the same issue either. What it like? It almost seemed like is this a feature where it's a such a tactical game? You're you can have your own party chat, but they want you to be able to hear what other people are saying as well, just because that would be advantageous. But it only happens every now and then. So all I can think of is like some wires are getting crossed or something. It's super yeah, odd. That but I've never weird. had that happen with anything else. And it's happened twice with this. And like I said, like, I'll be like, did you just hear this? Why? Why can I hear this kid talking and he can't hear us? Yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird thing. Weird. Hmm. Anyways, that's Siege. Um, I've also been playing a mobile game called Campfire Cooking. Okay. Uh, which I I don't really know how to compare it to anything else. It's there's a there's a grid. So I guess the concept is you're you're some kids going camping with their grandpa and you're roasting marshmallows. So there's a bunch of marshmallows on skewers, and 
in, and instead of one fire, there's a grid on the ground with multiple fires on some of the squares. And one marshmallow will be like one square. And you can move the marshmallow in only like a like uh like four the four directions cardinal directions basically of the grid you can't go diagonally and uh depending on what stage you're in some skewers will let you rotate the skewer so you can point point forward a different direction whereas some can only move or have to stay kind of in pointing in that in that direction um and the point is to toast the marshmallow on both sides evenly and when you move let's say you have like a, a skewer um just for layman's sake pointing straight ahead if you move it left it'll rotate 180 degrees left if you move it right it'll rotate 180 degrees right yeah so you need to try and position the marshmallow so that it rolls onto the fire or goes into the fire and you can't toast it twice on one side um obviously if you push that marshmallow forwards or backwards it would stay in the orientation it, it is and you can use skewers to push other skewers. So that's how you can kind of like offset the rotations. Um, it's, it has uh, has mild story elements where the kids like talk to their grandpa. There's not really like a narrative going, but there's just some kind of like interlog, like it's just some monologue between the characters. Um, and every there's like 10 stages to each world. I'm on world three. Every world adds a new mechanic. So on the second world, like I said, you can rotate um, the skewer not along the skewer's axis, but like if you think of the vertice being the the marshmallow, so that'll allow different options. Um, World three puts in like other pots of food that you need to not only toast the marshmallow, but have that pot end up on a fire so it's like boiling. Hmm. Um, And you'll get different kind of orientations on how the skewers work. So it won't always just be like one marshmallow. Sometimes it could be three marshmallows on the skewer or it could be one marshmallow, then a space, then one marshmallow. And, you know, you have to fit. It's a puzzle game. So you have to figure out how to, like, fit these into the fires because the fires will be spread throughout the map. It's not just one fire. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, it's kind of it's pretty kind of pretty laid back. Uh, I'm enjoying it. It's a good like nighttime game just because it's like chill vibes. You're just like roasting some marshmallows in the dark, you know, in this game. Um, sure. So, yeah, that's campfire cooking. This looks a lot like uh, Steven's Sausage Roll if you ever played that indie game. I didn't, but I do know of it. You're right. But isn't Steven's Sausage Roll like super hard? Yeah, like it's a super hard puzzle game. But the reason it's hard is because uh, you have a character like on the screen with the fork you need to use to like push stuff where this seems more like of a chilled out like... You're, since it's touchscreen, it doesn't have that weird, like, dude that can die on the fire himself and okay, stuff like that. right. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. No, yeah, that's a good comparison. Yeah. Uh, and the last game I played, this is probably the one I played the most of this week, is a game called Flipping Death. Uh, this came out last week, I believe. I think it's on PC. I'm playing it on PlayStation 4. I think those are the only two. I wish it was on Switch because it's such like a like a narrative and character focused game that it'd be nice to have just like kind of this, you know, like a more intimate kind of setting, like in bed or something. Um, Flipping Death, visually, it looks just like Night in the Woods. Uh, Also, kind of in terms of how you interact with the world. So it's all kind of side scrolling. There's different levels vertically kind of you're kind of constantly going back and forth in a town um you know the towns are kind of weird shaped there you can go on roofs and stuff like that so that's very similar to night in the woods 
This looks familiar. Is this the same people that made Stick It to the Men? Let me look it up. Oh, maybe. This is Zoink Games? Yeah, that's them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this art style is very, very much the same. So, okay. Sure. I, I, like I was I haven't played Stickers of the Man, but I was getting a lot of like double fine kind of art art style vibes. Like mm-hmm. I could see this game totally fitting in with like Psychonauts or Broken Age, kind of very pastel-y, hand drawn look to it. Uh, costume quest fits right in there too. Sure. Anyway, um, so yeah, so you're kind of tra- I guess the the premise of the story is you're a girl and I cannot remember her name. Anyway, uh, she dies immediately. Mm-hmm. And then Death wants to take a vacation. So he's like, here, have my scythe. You can be Death now for a bit. And uh, the girl is trying to get her body back and come back to life and stuff like that. Um, and the way it works. So like I said, night in the woods, you're kind of scrolling around, walking around the town. Uh, but there's a there's a like a dead version of the town and then the live version. And you can possess people. And the reason it's called flipping death is when you possess people, the, the town literally flips 180 degrees. So let's say if the ocean was on the left side in the in the ghost world, it'll be on the right side in the human world. Oh, this uh, is cool. Okay, yeah. The, it is kind of cool. So what's really great is, so it's an adventure game. A lot of this is basically like, hey, you need to make this thing happen. And to do that, you're going to need to possess this person. You're going to have to move this person over here. You're going to have to, each person will typically have like an ability they can do. So if you're a fireman, he, he has a fire extinguisher. Uh, there's like a wood chopping guy. There's a dog. Just you know, just a few examples. So a lot of it, adventure game style, is you're gonna have to kind of like, uh, it's a lot of like kind of trading stuff. So you're gonna have to <clears throat> possess this guy so that he goes chops down the tree, and then you gotta push the f- fire, the logs into the fire so that you can possess the blacksmith so she can bring over the broken hammer into the fire, stuff like that. You kind of just go through these little chapters. Um, uh, you what's also really great is when you pos- when you possess anyone, you can then read their mind. Oh, Penny. Penny is the name of uh, the character. Uh, Penny will then read their can talk to them. And the person's like, are you my conscience? Who is this? Or they'll be like, shut up, inner voice. I don't care about you and stuff like that. And it's it's pretty out there. There's like mermaids you can possess. You can possess crabs. Um, and so there'll be like a list of challenges or objectives for you to do. Some will be story based on the chapter. Others will just be like, this person is dead. They want to know how they were killed. And by possessing people, you'll kind of start to learn more of the story of this person. And then that thing will get checked off. And there's usually like five things you have to do per chapter, as well as a bunch of like bonus objectives. So if you wanted to like really kind of dig into the chapters, there's more to do. I'd say each chapter lasts maybe somewhere between half an hour to an hour, depending on each one. Um, And you don't have to possess everyone to do it. Uh, What's actually really great is the hint system is super nice. So anytime you pause it, the main menu comes up and then there'll be hints. If you click the hint option, there'll just be a list hint. It'll be like hint one through ten. And if you select hint one, it could it'll show basically like one character doing something or one character doing something with someone else. Just kind of a little vague. So that basically tells you, oh, I'm going to have to go do something with this person. And you got to go find that person, possess them, you know, read their mind, kind of figure out what's up with them. And then how do I kind of replicate what happened in that picture? So if you kind of think a little bit like Mario Odyssey, how they had like pictorial hints, but those ones were a lot more puzzle focused. Um, these, these don't necessarily spell out like, hey, you need to do this, but they definitely like do a really good job of pointing you like, 
you should go talk to the fireman next. He needs to do something. Uh, and then you and then once you, anytime you finish one, that hint will like gray out. So you can kind of just know, oh, that's the next thing I need to do. I need to go talk to this person. That's or like good. I said, there's there's not a ton of people in the wor- in the world for each chapter. So you could just possess each person, read their mind, and you'll probably get a good picture of what this person can do and what, what they're about. And again, it'll tell you what their special ability is. So if there's something like, oh, you can't go over here because there's a fire and then you possess the fireman and you realize he has a fire extinguisher, you can kind of put one and one together right there. Um, the big downside I have with this game is kind of everything outside of the adventure game part of it. There's a weird focus on the platforming and not so much like you can't die or anything, but the way you possess people is you need to like spend this, this like currency that are like, there's like floating skulls or something like that. It doesn't really explain. It's just random currency and you get these, they'll just be kind of floating around the map and there's infinite of them. So it's not like you need to find them all, which is great, but they kind of run away from you, which is annoying. So you have to kind of chase them down. Your your jump is really weird feeling. And I say that because. Yeah. So it's it's hit X to jump, um, but I guess just because from like muscle memory with platformers, I'm used to holding down that jump button. Yeah. Because some games, like, you can jump further if you're holding X. That doesn't have it, but I'm just kind of muscle memory used to, like, kind of pressing hard the X and holding it down for a little bit. This one, if you hold down the X button and you land on a platform, you immediately jump again. Yes, this is uh, what Stick It to the Men did as well, and it drove me fucking crazy. It's it's weird, because I'm always just constantly doing, like, two jumps. Yeah. Like, I'm, do- I'm, hit- I'm landing my jump, and then I'm immediately jumping again, and it's like, oh, wait, crap, crap, no, no, no. Yeah. So it ends up me having to just like kind of like really quickly tap the X button <laughs> to try and do some of these more precise jumps, yeah. which is not a huge deal. But just after playing games for so many years, I'm not used to hitting X that fast. I'm used to kind of deliberately hitting my jump button. Sure. Yeah. Which is odd. It's it's super weird. And then the other um, traversal mechanic you have is you can throw your scythe. You can aim your scythe with the right stick and then throw it with the right trigger and then you can hit right trigger to warp to your scythe. So you can kind of do a big jump that way. Also, okay. if the scythe like latches into like the bottom of a platform, you can warp into it and you'll kind of, the momentum will take you on top of that platform. You don't ever really need to do this unless there's a jump that's kind of large. Um, and for the most part, it's just kind of cumbersome. You can do it like once per jump. So you can kind of you kind of have a double jump that's weird to do because you would have to jump with X. Then you'd have to point the right stick up, throw the scythe and then hit it again real fast so that you're not falling too much. It's just weird. And if at any point you accidentally throw your scythe, but you're still moving and you want your scythe back, it'll just warp you back to your scythe. You can't like pull the scythe to you. You have to warp to it and then take another shot. Um, And the reason this gets kind of annoying is like is there's like. So there's like three kinds of currency. There's like a super easy one to find. And then there's two that are kind of more specific and different characters will need this specific one. So you'll kind of have to make sure you find those ones. And those ones usually require some kind of platforming challenge where, and they're not very hard, but the platforming kind of sucks. So they're just kind of annoying to have to do in each stage. Um, And this gets even more annoying when there's enemies on the stage and when they hit you, they just take away some of the easy currency, which again is not a huge deal because there's an infinite number of that currency. But a lot of the times you have to like get chased by someone and pull an enemy to a certain area to do something. 
and the movement is just not ideal. Right. Um, so that's that's the big my big issue with it. It's I I really like the story. I love the characters. Like the reason I'm saying I have a double fine feel is like all these characters are batshit insane and they're just shouting nonsense. Um like for example, like I had a ghost that their head was constantly on fire, so they couldn't tell me the info I wanted because they would always get distracted by the fire on their head. They would like start telling me, "Oh, you need to go talk to." Oh God, my head's on fire! <laughs> like it, it, the game's sure. funny and it's charming, and I, and I like it, and I like the story, and I love go, just you know going into a bird, reading its mind, and all it can talk about is how much it wants to fly and poop. Like, it's just constantly yelling about that. Like, these characters are, are cool, but just traversing the world kind of sucks, um, which mm. is a bit of a bummer. It's not the end of the world. Like, I'm, I'm, I can still get through it. Uh, I just wish it was easier, a little more comfortable to play through because the game looks great. It's it's really great. Um, and it's it's funny. So I think it would be like perfect again at home on the switch just because it's like a nice like fun adventure game like it would look so good kind of storybook like um but right now i still recommend this game it's worth checking out if you like adventure games uh just know that the like i said the kind of controlling it's not the best um but yeah anyways that's that's flipping death and that's probably what i played the most this week i looked it up it is on the switch are you serious yeah it is wow yeah how did i miss that anyway that's (laughs) cool that that'd be a that's great at home in the switch there you go. Okay. Anyways, that was a lot of that. Um, John, what have you been playing? It looks like some new stuff. Yeah, we've continued our Kingdom Hearts adventures. Kingdom Hearts update. Uh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Here we go. So, so I was not aware of this at the time. Uh, you have to play two more Kingdom Hearts games to get no. the full story. Well, probably. But uh, <laughs> so the the collection that came out for PS3 and PS4. Uh, it has 358 divided by two on it. It's my favorite one. So I was like, okay, cool. I guess I'll give this a little bit of gameplay try because Reese was like, we'll just watch the movie. Like, no, I'll, pl- I'll try the gameplay first. So I loaded it up. The game was the movie. Uh, there was no gameplay. They literally took that game and just turned it into a movie and put it on the collection. Nice. I okay. did- so there, so there is a game version of it. They just did not include that in this collection. Yes, there, there okay. it is on the th- 3DS, I believe. Okay. No, actually, I think that might be DS. Either way, I don't know. I don't know if I even own it. No, yeah, because 3DS is Dream Drop Distance because 3Ds, right? Yeah, so I think this one is, yeah, I think 358 divided by 2 is the DS one. I can find it if I own it because I can type 358 in there. I do apparently own it, and it is DS. Okay. (laughs) So wait, did you watch it, or do you plan to play this? We, We watched it because that's what was on the collection. Okay. Yep. And are you like only going to do what's on the collection or like what's the probably. Okay. So uh, we watched that and more things happened than in uh, Chain of Memories. So that was good. Okay. How long was this watch? Two and a half hours. Okay. All right. The the, uh, the movie version did a good job of like, all right, you don't need to look at any of this for like the next like 30 days on the calendar. Because it, it actually does go through roughly 358 days so wait wait what what do you mean calendar when i watch movies i have nothing to do with the calendar so the game itself is supposed to take place over roughly 358 days okay and each day is like a mission that 
Roxas gets sent on and then you learn more about Roxas and his life after you do that mission and stuff like that. So it's just meant to be like 358 days of that and then it ties into Kingdom Hearts 2. But uh, the the movie was just like, yeah, just a bunch of boring shit happens for like 30 days. So we'll just skip ahead. Okay, I see. So why is it divided by two? Uh, For plot reasons that I don't know if I should say because that actually. But it does actually make sense. Okay. Okay. So it's not just nonsense. See, yeah, I honestly got thought it was going to be something they never explained. And by the end of it, I was like, holy shit, they actually did. Okay. I feel like every week it's it's um, what's the mind meme? Galaxy brain. Galaxy brain. You're, yeah. you're like you're like hitting a new level of galaxy brain. I'm understanding Kingdom Hearts, which is a frightening thing. <laughs> Gross. Uh, Contra- but, contracted Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Itis. Send me to the doctor, please. So watch that. And then we went on to start Dr. Mario. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be a Disney character, though. So I guess Doc McStuffins. Who is Doc McStuffins? It's like one of their like preschooler cartoons. Oh, okay. How about Doc the the dwarf in in There you um, go. Much sleep? better. Yep, that works. No. He seems like he has a PhD. Snow White. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What does he have a PhD in? This guy was this guy's on mining. Like, yeah. Did eight years of schooling on, <laughs> on mining. He's probably you're probably right. He probably has like a geology degree, right? Yeah, I'd imagine. He seems like the kind of guy that would. So then we moved on to actual Kingdom Hearts 2. Is this the last one? Uh, I don't know what we're doing after we beat 2. That's the thing. Just with with your life? I mean, yes. yes that's how it feels. Uh, because, like, there's still two more games in the collection after 2. There's um, Recoded and Birth by Sleep. Birth by Sleep is supposed to actually be worth playing, although lately it depends on who you ask. Uh, I'm asking you. I don't know. I've been told it's worth playing, so we'll probably okay. play it. All right. And uh, then there's that weird ass 2.8 Final Mix prologue thing we talked about last week that we still need sure. to figure out if that's worth playing or watching. Okay, so you Kingdom Hearts 2 is not the end of the road. Oh, Recoded is another <laughs> movie conversion of the game. Okay, so really there's only one more game to play left on the collection, and that's Birth by Sleep. Okay. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 starts really slow, like really slow. And that's what I remembered from university because a bunch of my roommates bought the game and all I saw was them complaining about the Roxas stuff at the beginning. And yeah, that stuff kind of overstays its welcome, in my opinion. But now I'm at the actual gameplay where I'm going to different worlds as Sora and Goofy and Donald. And I'm like, okay, good. I'm having fun again. Uh, That game is hard. Okay. Oh, okay. In a, in a they good have, way? They, they, yeah, like they have like the combat. There's more to the combat. There's a lot more like reaction commands. Um, there's different styles you can transform into. Valor, like valor form and wisdom form. You sacrifice one of your partners, but you get like increased attack weapons and stuff like that. You have two like, keyblades. Like your partner being like goofy? Yeah, like valor okay. form, like you sacrifice Damn. goofy and then you turn red and then you get a second keyblade. And you can fly and do like ridiculous combos and stuff like that, but it's like timed. Does Goofy come back? Oh, or yeah. Is it still okay? He comes back when the form wears off because it's time based. Okay, so it's not just like Goofy's life for like fifteen minutes of being a badass. Basically, yeah. <clears throat> but no, uh, the con- like doing them in order now, like 
there's a big difference between one and two. Like two feels way better. Two feels like the game I wish one had been. Okay. Okay. Is cool. two your favorite Kingdom Hearts? So far, but I'm also only like ten hours in. Only. But, yeah. Well, but but in actuality, you're like sixty hours into Kingdom Hearts. True. Well, no, not even that, because it's like it took only like twenty five hours to beat the first one. Oh, okay. And then, then two movies of three hours each, roughly. And then, ten, I guess I'm at 41 hours right now of Kingdom Hearts. Okay. It's brave, and you're still alive. Nice. I don't know. Yeah, like, two so far is pretty good, but who knows? My mind may change on that. Because I haven't got to the one that people always seem to complain about, Atlantica, yet. I think that's actually my next stop in the game. Is it an underwater stage? Apparently, it's an underwater musical. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Well, well, I guess we'll find out next week. Uh, well, you won't, because I'll be at PAX. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, well. Also, we're trying to figure out what do we do. Do we finish Kingdom Hearts 2, or do we, on Tuesday, drop it and start playing Yakuza Kiwami 2? So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say Yakuza Kiwami 2. I mean, I would agree, but at this point... Actually, no, I don't think I would, because you're so <laughs> close now, I would just get it over with, frankly. But he has to watch another movie and play another game after, like, well, another well, 15 hours of We'll Kingdom probably Hearts finish 2. Kingdom Hearts 2 and then go do Yakuza, but Yakuza's probably sure. going to be 100 hours, so we're going to forget most of Kingdom Hearts. Sure. Yeah. So, a question that's been thrown around our Discord a lot... Do you actually like Kingdom Hearts? Because people can't tell. <laughs> See, that's the trick. I don't even know if I do either. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair enough. Fair you enough. You have to. You don't put 41 hours into something and dislike it. Yes, you do. Have you never been on the internet before? <laughs> that's, tr- that's not. You, you, you have to be enjoying it. Or you would have just stopped. I. It, it kind of goes in waves. It's like... This sucks. This fucking sucks. Oh, yo, that's kind of cool. Oh, this is really fun. I'm having a great. This fucking sucks. I, why the fuck is it doing this? This is a stupid design. This decision. is the greatest oh, story man has ever told. Oh, no, I hate the story. The story is fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah. I'm having fun playing the game in okay. waves. They're, they're like, yeah. like I said, there's some things that are really dumb. I have a feeling if I had played, uh, was it Chain of Memories? I would be I would be done. I would hate it. So that's that why the, I watched is that the worst it. one. Oh, you, I, you watched it. OK, yeah. Yeah, from fair what enough. I saw, like uh, three hundred and fifty-eight divided by two, seemed like it would have been okay to have played, but uh, it was definitely way easier to just watch it. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So I don't know. The, all I can say is, at times, that is my answer to that question. That's fair. Yeah. There's stuff uh, that I really like that's bad. Like that's a thing. Yeah. And apparently, Kingdom Hearts three is on demo at uh, at PAX this year, so. Are you going to cool. try it? No. Are you going to try to try it? Because I know the lineups are going to be awful. Mm. Okay. Besides, I'd rather go play Devil May Cry 5 because that's Just also supposed to be Just go prove to them that you're the Kingdom Hearts super fan. You deserve this. You're like, I played I five Kingdom games Hearts. in the last month <laughs> waiting for packs. <laughs> yeah. Last packs I went to, I played DMC. I remember that. Nice. nice. Well, hopefully this time I'm going to play DMC 5. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> They're throwing a pizza party, which makes the most sense for Devil May Cry. Yep. Yep. And I have to miss it because it's during my goddamn panel. Aw. Damn. Bummer. I mean, you you can still get pizza. It's true. It's not like that's the last pizza. (laughs) 
what if it is? What if they buy all the pizza in Seattle? Yeah. All the pizza, yeah. It might be the only pizza that like a demon stepped in, though. <laughs> you know that's not true. There has to be another one out there. <laughs> sure. All right. Other than that, I played a bit more Death Gambit, and I know Paul has as well. Yeah, I, I actually fin- played a little bit of this. I finished oh, it, you- actually. Okay, because I did not finish it. Okay. Uh, I am pretty close. Out of the bosses that you get books for, I'm missing one. There's only one I haven't fought. I have, for, for your reference, I haven't done the dungeon yet. Okay, yep. Mm-hmm. And for your guys' reference, I got to the part where you get a special attack. Nice, so you got past the first boss. Yeah. No, not even, not even. I think you get, yeah, well, he seemed kind of like a boss. He was a little harder. He had like a shield. Yeah, like a like a force field shield, and I had to use my special attacks to take five ten minutes in. Yeah, I got there. So I'm playing as the assassin, like you guys mentioned. Seems cool. Okay, cool. Stamina sucks. Yeah, that's why I don't like Souls games. (laughs) I feel like every time I level up, I'm just trying to get more stamina, and it's like, why don't you just? This game's egregiously bad about it, though, because haste also plays a part. There's actually two things that you need. For stamina yeah. that isn't garbage, and it's infuriating to me. Yeah, and it's weird coming off of Dead Cells playing this because I can do whatever I want in Dead Cells as as fast as I want to do it. And then yeah. Death's Gamut's like, "Hang on there, buddy, you're having a little bit too much fun. Why don't you take a literal breather? <laughs> stamina low. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so I I fought the astronomy boss." And then I stopped because there was a bunch of bugs that were uh, preventing me from kind of having fun. I lost the ability to get more skills, for example. But uh, Paul showed me that they already patched it. They patched but it they, the day that you watched, actually. Yeah, like, I know, which I found night. funny. Yeah. But, like, they took away my favorite thing that they had put in there. So one of the skills in the skill tree was uh, you don't lose soul energy. Or, you're, like, your energy weapons don't need soul energy if you have a skill on cooldown. Uh, yeah. which worked really well when you had a move that took two minutes to cool down. So you basically had a weapon that you could just constantly be firing and do steady damage. Yeah. So they nerfed that and now it only lasts six seconds. Yeah. Which sucks. Cause that was what I used to take out one of the bosses. Cause it was really fun. I think two bosses I took down that way. Which one? Uh, the <laughs> heroic of, uh, the giant deer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was just easier that way. And it was more fun to me. Yeah. Uh, and the astronomer, because I, it made it really easy to take out those blue, blue flames. Yeah, so when I was fighting the astrom- uh, astronomer, I didn't realize that he's very, very late. I had missed four bosses up to then, so I was oh. very underleveled. So when I finished it, I went back, and those other four bosses were insta-kills. <laughs> they were oh, so yeah. easy. <laughs> yeah, I got I got to the Astromancer, whatever the hell he's called, like yeah. as this, like one boss behind, and like he destroyed me for the longest time because his combo pain. was so weird to get used to his like sword moves. Then yeah. I finally realized like, oh wait, I have a shield that like doesn't lose stamina really when I block, and then he just became yeah. a joke. Yeah, the like big stone one or whatever. The uh, the one that uh, the boss on the bridge gives you. Oh Full yeah, worth. okay. Full worth or something like that. Like it takes thirty strength, but you barely lose any stamina. Yeah. Or you, or you have enough stamina to actually like survive his entire like rush. Um, that game 
has Which, problems. There are, yeah. <laughs> like, but like technical problems. A lot of technical problems. <laughs> do do tell. I was gonna I was gonna show uh, something, but do tell. Just a whole bunch of glitches. Uh, one of them was there was a like death animation sound of somebody just like being slaughtered or whatever when I killed someone. And that just mm-hmm. stuck around forever mm-hmm. until I like turned off the game and restarted it. Just shit like that. Uh, one part I tried jumping up while going on an incline and I fell through the ground. Just no. like just stuff that like. They obviously rushed this out like they couldn't push it back again. And they just had to get it out because there's so many garbage bugs in there still to this day. Like, it's to the point where I don't even... I like this game, and I don't recommend people buy it yet. I recommend you wait until it's on sale, because at least by then they might actually fix all this shit. And that sucks. (laughs) That really sucks. Because I do like it as a... As tropey as the story gets, we'll say, without going further. <laughs> yeah, there's so many things where I'm like, that's that's who this person is, and that's that. You're, and you're probably right, even cool. if they have... Yeah, you're probably right, because I was just like, oh, that's that person, and sure enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I called that when I was streaming it, and people were like, no, it's not. I'm like, no, dude, no. Yeah. This writing's pretty straightforward. And the end area is just kind of boring. The end fight is not very good. The, oh man, it's such a letdown. <laughs> but did like, you go back and do any heroics or? So here's the thing: is that the ending was such a letdown. I went on this Ooh. rabbit trail of there must be a secret alternative ending. Mm-hmm. So I am planning to go back and do all of them as a human. So- <laughs> oh, yeah, and without signing the contract so i'm going to try it and if that doesn't do anything then fuck that game <laughs> is all so I have to did say. you so i'm gonna ask you this because i could never find it did you find all five of the uh the gaia plates because i only found one the gaia plates no or crests or whatever the heck they're called yeah yeah no, nope. I've only found one so far, and I have no idea where the other ones are, and I'm running out of areas to look in. Hmm. That might be something I just look up. I forgot all, right. all about that, frankly. I'm also, I'm also more curious if that actually does do anything. That's what I'm kind of wondering, too. I really want the ending to be different. <laughs> it might. You never know. Yeah. Yeah, it but might. What did, so. you, what did you think about some of like, the, the crazy things that they kind of did there? Like the... Uh, the underworld and the the spaceship. Oh, dude, the environments and uh, the boss designs, not necessarily the fights themselves, but the designs and all that stuff are top notch. Like yeah. all of that stuff is very, very good. The weird horror sci fi angle that came out of nowhere was fucking dope. I know uh, that was like I was invested in spoilery. That no, it's starting to seem a little. No, okay. no, because right. unless you've seen the area, you don't know exactly just let's just say it gets weird like horror it's not medieval at a point but it is kind of i don't know it's weird um yeah no all the designs i think that's what the letdown is is that all this stuff isn't in a better more polished product 
more than anything. Um, yeah, and I don't know. I think there's kind of a letdown of uh, the fact that there's, like, no real upgrades to your weaponry. Like, you're upgrading your weapon. You're not getting, like, a better version of that weapon ever because that's kind of, like, a nice little carrot on a stick that other Souls games have where, like, you could just upgrade your, this weapon that scales really well or, like, you could find some other ones that, like, mobs drop or whatever, and that's not really in this game either. It doesn't feel like there's any point in really upgrading any of your weapon scaling stats at all. It's better to just find armor that scales those up themselves, and you always should just focus on your endurance and your haste and health if you're having health issues. Like, there's so many weird kind of bad decisions the gameplay department that they made that I don't know it just seems like such a letdown and more than anything it made me want to play Salt and Sanctuary again because I do remember that very fondly and I'm wondering if maybe that even stacks up at this point because it does similar stuff so well I will say this about the game Um, they were surprisingly generous with us because they sent everyone who streamed it like some extra promo stuff and like it it actually the hourglass. Ass. Uh, yeah, so they sent in they they mailed out. Let me see if I can find the way this is supposed to go. It's like a uh, for the audio people. Looks like a blanket. Yeah, so they they crocheted a blanket of death from the game, and actually like. Oh yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. That looks very cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's very it's a pretty good. sizable blanket. Yeah, All pretty right, sizable blanket they sent in, and like Paul just said, they uh, they also sent me an hourglass yeah with like wow death uh printed on both sides like this thing is heavy and it's got <laughs> black sand in it it looks really cool that is super how cool. long is how long does it is I, the sand? i'm gonna be real like i it's probably 10 minutes based on the look of it actually no i think it's longer because i've had this down for a while while we were podcasting i ducked out a shot earlier to take this out of the box so okay uh, Okay, but yeah. you haven't been you didn't start it when we started the podcast. No. Um okay. I started <laughs> twenty minutes in and it's not done yet. So actually maybe it's maybe it's got like twenty minutes in it, a half an hour. Yeah, it's been But it's really, really fucking cool. Okay. Like and I and I re- I actually like like hourglasses a lot, so this is yeah. kind of badass. Yeah, it's very cool for sure. Too bad their game wasn't as good. <laughs> I think as soon as as soon as they fix some stuff, it's very easy to recommend yeah. on a sale. I, I for am me. glad that they fixed they hot fixed those bugs that were there at launch at least. So they did that in like a day or two. That one bug you told me is fucking amazing. Where they're just like one of your skills replicates forever, so you can't get any more. Yeah, I was so <laughs> angry because I spent the entire stream trying to find a new skill for the axe, and then stopped. Yeah. Booted it up, found I had that glitch, and then found the guy who was going to sell me skills for the axe. So I was just like, God damn it. God, that's such a bummer. But yeah, they did fix that. Uh, I've been on their subreddit, and it makes me sad every time I'm on there because there's so many people that are just like, hey, my save corrupted. <laughs> and just like oh. really bad shit. <laughs> so I don't know wait until that shit's patched and like fully running and like a little bit on a sale. And I think it's perfectly recommendable. 
as it is right now, though. I don't know. They got to get that stuff fixed. That's all I have to say about it. And, like, I really... I am going to go through it again. So I don't, like, hate it, obviously. But, like, I really hope... I really hope there's a reason to do those heroic fights, I'll say. Because I will probably try to do most of them. And the Astromancer will make me break my computer. I can already tell. <laughs> yeah, so out of the two I've done in the game, uh, they just gave me, like, plus four gear, basically. But it was, like, helms and stuff. I okay. think the uh, the deer, the Q-Lith, or however you say his name, uh, he drops bows. Like, I got a plus four bow, but I couldn't use because my build was not uh, based on agility. You're right. <laughs> yeah. So I couldn't fire the damn bow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those are good disenchant things, I guess. And that's what I've been doing. But, like, yeah, I think my finesse is still set to, like, two. <laughs> and everything else is, like, 30s and 40s. <laughs> I think I made mine five so I could use that bow that lights people on fire. Oh, that sounds fun. I kind of want to try, like, a bow build in that game. That'd I mean, you can, you can try, yeah, like, either a bow build or... How would that even work, though? Because there's a limit to how many arrows you can fire. You're right. I don't know how that would work. <laughs> hmm. Throw the bow, like, in Nidhogg, too. Mm. If only. Oh, that would be great. That would be great. <laughs> I actually kind of do want to try, like, a mage build, because I've found a lot of, like very cool spells that need a tome and i just for one thing i didn't find a tome ever so really uh, yeah i found like two or three yeah i didn't find any but it seems they're like all it could weirdly be out of the way are they hmm. yeah 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 voice no, acting gonna... is still very good <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go back and finish that at some point like i said if yeah. you, if telling you where i am in the game i have the the dungeon in the final area left how much game do you think i have left an hour uh i mean you have two bosses so yeah probably okay the dungeon and the final boss <laughs> so uh the final area i will say maybe 40 minutes to an hour by itself depending because oh, wow it can be it can be tedious in a way that the game isn't up until that point. But uh, I guess you should probably kind of expect that because you're climbing the towel of, Tower of Evil Things, essentially. I like the Towel of Evil Things much the better. The Towel Thank of Evil much. Things, yeah. It's much more comfortable, weirdly enough. Um, yeah, you might have about an hour and a half to two hours, depending on how fast you go through it. All right. Yeah. That's all I played. Uh, yeah, I played Death's Gambit and beat it, and it's fine, and I'll play more of it. Uh, just little things on top of that. I've been playing more Dead Cells, usually a couple runs every night. Uh, shields are overpowered in that game in a way that no other thing is, which is crazy. Really? Yeah. Because I think shields are lame, but you're, I barely use them. You're also wrong. Because they're lame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, a, sh a good shield, when you get the timing down for parrying, will get you to the end like all the oh, time. Oh, so you've actually been parrying? Oh yeah. I mean, it's or what you do in that game with the shield. Otherwise, you probably shouldn't have the shield. Can you parry anything? Uh, as far as I can tell, yeah, and then depending on what the shield is, it'll have different effects. See, like as Tenmar is saying parrying is godly, it is. Like it is broken, overpowered, godly. <laughs> so, 
the worst Can shield. You parry the tornado attack from the dude in the castle. I don't actually know. I guess okay. I haven't tried. I bet you That'd can't parry the spikes from those mushrooms. You're probably right because those come out of the ground. You're probably yeah. right about that. Yeah, those fucking mushrooms. Um, and yeah, depending what shield, like the assault shield and a good melee weapon, I can get through most of that game within like probably 15 minutes because you're constantly just moving forward and like using your momentum from the assault shield, like throwing you forward into stuff. And then whatever you don't kill with that, you just like slice once and finish off. Like it's fucking gross how quick you can go through that game when you have a decent setup. Uh, it's to the point where I don't see why you would ever take anything other than brutality at this point. But I, I guess that's just my play style of having a melee weapon and a shield as my secondary. Yeah, because I'm 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 all about tactics usually because I love those turrets and like turrets. My freeze stuff. I never find turrets anymore. It's so oh, rare really? that okay. I have turrets. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, but yeah, I've been playing more with shields and I can't go back because bows and stuff drop off in a way that the shield just doesn't in the late okay. game. Um, Hearthstone's Boomsday thing that came out, their single player thing in that expansion is now out. It is the puzzle lab and it is what I want basically where it's just, I heard, a, I heard this is good. It's very good. It's just like, do the thing that they tell you to with what you have in your hand, the amount of mana and like whatever is on the board in like one turn. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. It's very, very good. Uh, is this a free update? Like anyone can play this? It is a free update. And yeah, anybody can just jump in into that single player stuff. And I would highly, highly recommend it. It's very good. Cool. Um, other than that, I started battle for azeroth world warcraft stuff to see what that is because people won't shut up about it online and yeah it's good it's fine there's story stuff in there there's not more to say about it it's they seem to take it back to basics a little bit they don't have like you do this weird garrison thing anymore they don't have you really worry too much about an artifact weapon and all this other bullshit you're just doing quests and leveling up and whatever it's fine it's it is what it is so yeah that's really all i've been playing all right then let's go through all this news yes uh there's a lot uh the people behind reigns announced reigns game of thrones uh which i don't care about game of thrones but i like reigns so i'll probably play this Uh, sure this is coming out in october this makes sense to me like that's a crossover yep. that when i heard saw it i was like yep mm-hmm. yep 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 um microsoft some kind of announced this xbox all access okay uh thing which is like it's like phone plans for an xbox okay so there's gonna be two for either an xbox one s or an xbox one x they also both come with Xbox Live and Xbox Game Pass, and the options are $22 a month or $35 a month until it's paid off. So you rent to own an Xbox. Well, you're, sub- you're subsidizing like you do a phone plan, yeah, where you like yeah. split it over like a contract. 
I believe these these year you go in for two years, so a twenty four month contract. I wonder if the price I have, and I can't hang on. I wonder if the price drops once you've paid off the console and you're just paying for the services. It would I would have to assume that. Yeah, I, I would imagine. assume so. Um, I also haven't done the math to see if it costs the same amount or if you're make, getting a deal out of this. I think you're probably paying more because that's the way it always works. I'd imagine works. that's usually those, yeah. There's got to be like some sort of interest rate on it. Probably. Especially yeah. if you consider all the times that Xbox Live it, Gold is on sale. Same with Game Pass being on sale or just finding deals for these consoles that are like 50 bucks off or whatever. Um but if you don't want to drop like $500, you could drop like 35 a month. So I don't I mean people do it for phones. Yeah. Um Also, does this say when this is starting? I bet what? we're going to see a lot more of this with the next generation of consoles. What an interesting idea. <laughs> hmm. I seem to recall back even the 360 days they were talking about stuff like this. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, interesting. Start it. I'm not seeing a date for when this is going to be starting, but it'll only be in the U.S. at the moment. Yeah, God, I mean they course. haven't officially unveiled it. They're av- unveiling it later. Basically, they said so. Anyway, yep, definitely interesting idea. Yep, agreed. Uh, I don't know how interesting this idea is, but they're making a movie out of Monument Valley. <laughs> sure. Uh, for those who don't know, Monument Valley is a MC Escher style puzzle game. Yeah. With not a whole lot of story, you kind of just walk through these weird MC Escher paintings, uh, and that's about it. So who stars in this? I have, oh man, I don't, there's like barely characters. The second game, there was like a mother and a daughter, I think. Okay. That was like it. Hmm. Paramount okay. Pictures is doing it. Uh, Patrick Osborne has already been selected to develop and direct the first film. I don't know who this is. Yeah, I don't either. What's Let's Brendan see. Fraser been doing lately? I could see him uh, in TV. a movie. TV, I believe. Has he? I don't think he's been doing much. Was, wasn't there an article that came out? Yeah, that article was talking about him doing TV on like Bravo or something like that. About his like mental health and stuff? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Patrick Osborne. Oh, I think he did Big Hero 6. Oh. Okay. Uh, oh, he did Paper Man? So he's done some Disney stuff. So, okay. That so he's makes been doing way some animation. More, that makes uh, way more sense than what I was thinking of, like, a live action Monument Valley. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I guess he also worked on uh, Wreck-It Ralph and Bolt. Cool. Anyways, I have no idea what this would be. Yeah, me neither. Oh, it even says, in the games, players play as Ida in the original and Ro and her child uh, in the sequel. Yeah, so. I don't hmm. know, man. Weird. I don't know. Uh, moving on. No Assassin's Creed next year. Okay. Sure. Which sounds great. That sounds awesome. I wish there was no Assassin's Creed this year. I wish this was more of a every two year game. Because um, when they took a year off and came back with Origins, that was awesome. Yeah. But we have Odyssey coming out this year. 
which kind of just seems like more like Origins. But I, I mean, I spent so much time with Origins. I, I wish I had a bit of a break. I'm glad yeah. we're getting a break next time. And I hope they come back with another really cool thing in 2020. Yeah. Anyways, we will not have an Assassin's Creed next year. Okay. Uh, some small bits. Master Chief Collection is coming to Game Pass, which makes sense. Cool. Mm-hmm. I guess they're still putting updates into that game and fixing it, which is insane to me, but that's still happening. Uh, some release dates. We got Devil May Cry 5 coming uh, March 8th. A lot of this was info coming out of uh, Gamescom. Gamescom, by the way, yep. this last week. PUBG is going to go 1.0 on Xbox on September 4th. Uh, Luigi's Mansion on 3DS is going to be October 12th. Okay. Shenmue 3 is coming August 27th, 2019. Yeah. So that's that's a pretty far off release date. I'm surprised they announced that so early. Yep. Uh, this is definitely one of the weirder ones. Saints Row 3 is coming to Switch. Yeah, that is a weird one. That's a super <laughs> weird one. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm curious why three and not trying to get one of their more recent ones. Um, although three might be the best one, maybe that's the reason. Maybe three is de- three is very good. It has that uh has power from Kanye, but that one level early on that's a that's a good stage. It's true, it does have that. You're right. It has that wrestling uh section uh with you're the best around playing. That's a very good stage. What's the one where you get where you like? find johnny gat in like the beat-em-up like 2d art pixelated one is that three or is that in four that's four i thought is that four okay some of those things kind of blend together a bit yep yep very much so uh supermassive games the developers behind until dawn yep and that until dawn roller coaster <laughs> vr thing yeah uh they're making a new game that is not a vr game yeah. Because one of those properties did well for them. I'm excited. Uh, this is going to be called the Dark Pictures Anthology. And uh, it's a basically a horror anthology. The first one, oh, I forgot the name of it. It's something about sea. It's like a, on a ship or something. What is the first one called? Man of Medan. Okay. Bringing supernatural horror to the South Pacific. It looks like you're going to be on like a boat. Um, I kind of like the idea that it's an anthology thing that they're doing. Um, it's horror games, so I will not play it. But I like <laughs> that it's happening. I mean, I'm sure in the way that Until Dawn was a horror game. So Until Dawn is scary. It is not at all scary. Okay, well, I found that game scary. <laughs> okay, okay, fair. This looks way scarier in the trailer than anything in Until Dawn did. So maybe well, we'll ag- see because I'm disagree. watching the trailer right now. And this looks like it could actually be pretty spooky. So I'm excited. Uh, This is probably the biggest bummer for, at least for me. Uh, Amazon is changing some of their perks with Prime and Twitch Prime. Um, When it comes to Twitch, sorry, when it comes to Twitch Prime, uh, Twitch Prime members will no longer have ads disabled. They will get ads again. Uh, which that that kind of sucks. Yep. Um, and then when it comes to Amazon Prime, they are currently in the states. If you pre-order a game, you get twenty percent off. I understand in Canada you get ten percent off. Um, they are that. getting rid of that, 
in in the state i'll go with the state's currency uh when you get 20 percent off a 60 dollar game it's about 12 bucks off they're getting rid of that and replacing it with select games if you pre-order you will 35 within 35 days after the purchase get a ten dollar certificate that will expire within 60 days Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Promotional credit expires 60 days after it has been applied to your customer account. Promotional credit only applies to products and digital content sold by Amazon.com or Amazon Digital Services LLC. Yeah. So you can use it on anything on Amazon. It's just a credit on your account. Um, I don't know. When they were coming out, it was pretty silly that they were using. Like, if you open up this link, it straight up says gamers get more out of Prime. Which which is literally lying to you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This really sucks. Like I might yep. actually stop having Prime at this point because this is what I was using it the most for. And they had slowly been making it worse and worse as Best Buy's Gamer Club Unlocked went away. And I guess at this point, Jeff Bezos doesn't have enough money and he needs a little bit more. This is a joke from the Beastcast. A little bit more help. Uh, getting that extra half billion dollars coming to him a bit quicker. Yeah, it's because after all that shit with his employees being treated like subhumans, he had to start paying them properly. So now he's going to take it out on the consumer instead. Yeah, this is a huge Dude, fuck Amazon. Uh, yeah, so I, I'll, I might just start uh, going all digital at this point if I'm not getting my discounted physical games. I mean, they've all they've never been really great for Canada. It's right. So 10% it's kind, sucks. So it's kind of like a bittersweet sour grapes moment I'm having where now you're getting fucked too. So I love it. Sure. Sure. <laughs> uh, but I live in the States, so I should have a better. Right. I should, I, I'm advertised a better life. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. that, yeah, that, that sucks. But I, again, you're right. First world problems. Yeah. Uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice is coming March 22nd. Yes. Uh, oh, here's one that I'm pretty excited about. The PlayStation 4 is finally getting some good <laughs> colors for their controllers. I've been complaining about this for a while. Why are their controller colors lame? It seems like every week Xbox puts out another new color of controller that looks great. And you can just make a custom one. Yeah. Uh, but now the PlayStation is coming out with, I'm going to say four new colors. Yeah. Uh, three of which are cool. That and orange one is, is very camo. bright. Whoa. I actually like the orange one. I like the orange too, actually. It yeah. is very As everyone's bright. been calling Goku orange. Yeah, it's I was totally going to call it like Tide Pod, but yeah. Yeah, it's Because uh, it's also, uh, yeah, it has dark blue and orange. The weird thing is, I think Europe has had this one for a while. Like, I've known about this color for a while. I don't know why it took so long to show up, really. Yeah. I also do like this light blue with like the burgundy red. I think that's a very nice color scheme It's too. neat. Mm-hmm. Um, this like kind of goldy one. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, I guess this is copper because they already have gold and silver. So they're putting a copper one. I don't mind the copper one. Uh, this camo one is camo. So it sucks. What are you even talking this about? Is, I don't this see is not even one. the uh, scroll down. I don't see anything. There's nothing there. I see the copper one and then a blank spot right beside. Oh, OK, you're right. So, yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> oh, God, it damn took Sean it. A second. Uh, he's like, oh, you're right. Yeah. 
anyway. the worst part is I think this is like the second camo controller they've put out. I think they I have think like a right. standard camo, and this is blue yeah. camo. So, so apparently like the first right. camo the is so well enough to justify a second one. I'm just gonna say it. I think camo it sucks always. Eh, I don't care about it at all. But what? It's whatever. I prefer blue than just standard green camo. I'll give it that. I guess, but I'll agree with you, but only because I think green is my least favorite color. Okay, sure. Green's pretty low on my list as well, actually. Yep. Um, I really like these top two, this orange blue one and this blue red one. I think yep. it looks so nice. Yeah, so, they're pretty good. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to have a controller break and have to buy a new one. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Uh, Bloodstained got canceled on the Vita this yeah. week and delayed to 2019. Yeah. I understand, uh, they, they put out a developer update that basically said, you know, Sony's not, uh, um, kind of maintaining the Vita anymore. So we aren't going to either. They must've also just kind of looked at the number of people requesting a Vita version and just said, this is not worth it to put sure. the development time in anyone who did kickstart it and chose Vita can either have a refund or choose a different platform. Makes obvious sense. Yeah. Um, and then, yes, it is getting delayed to 2019. I guess a beta came out somewhat recently and got a bunch, excuse me, got a bunch of negative feedback. And that's why they're kind of uh, taking the extra time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Feedback from the beta backer demo. Yeah. This was the second E3 beta demo they put out. Did you guys, are one of you guys backers? Yeah. John is. Did you play this b- demo? I forgot to. Okay. It should be. You I have, think it you is have access available. to it, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Apparently, it's not good. Hmm. I didn't. I didn't hear that the demo was good. I just heard there was a lot of things they needed to tweak. I thought people said the demo itself was good, but had some things that needed changing. Because the problem is, like, they're <laughs> they have to keep up with shit like Dead Cells and all the other. Uh, yeah. It's the same problem that Craw- Crawl had, or not Crawl. Chasm. Chasm. Thank you. Chasm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although yeah, I'm no, sure there's totally a game called Crawl. There so. is definitely there is a, game a game called Crawl. It's a four-player multiplayer game. Yep. Very true. Made by the regular human basketball dude. Who, oh, it's the same game. dude. Okay, I didn't it's know that, that guy. Yeah. Well, now we know a bit more about Crawl for no <laughs> reason. <laughs> it's a good game. But yeah, um, uh, yeah, I feel like I'm worried it's going to have the same issue that... Uh, that chasm had where uh yeah just it's a good game but it just didn't keep up with the genre yeah maybe they're delaying it to get it away from dead cells i'm wondering like actually i feel like dead cells is just eating every like game in its path that's remotely similar to it yeah i don't know like if the delays to make the game better i'm all for it but there's a point where it's like just like put out the game dude like you're gonna just push you're gonna set expectations so high by pushing it over and over and then when it's not godlike because it won't be no game is right away like people are gonna be mad so i don't know i hope they don't It'll still do better window. if he puts a, if he puts out a, a good game as opposed to a bad game yeah i just hope they don't miss their window of people caring is really it like chasm kind of did I feel like this game has been so long in develop though development though like it already has high expectations at this point yeah like when did this even start the first estimated delivery was March of 2017 yeah and yeah so <clears throat> yeah 
All right, moving on. Uh, Nintendo announced a bunch of uh, Nindies yes. earlier this week. A few of them which are already out. Bad North, which looks real cool. If you guys have seen these screenshots, this is the uh, it's like a minimalist RTS Viking game, strategy mm-hmm. game. That looks real cool. Uh, a game called Morphe's Law, Prison Architect, Nintendo Switch Edition. Those ones are already out. Yeah. Uh, coming out uh, in the future, The Gardens Between, which looks like a cool uh, puzzle game, uh, as well as Windjammers. And then I was going to mention this later, but Windjammers 2 got announced. Nice. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. And with I think Switch is like the only platform it's announced for, right? Currently, I think. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom, a spiritual successor to the rest of the Monster Boy game, or to the rest of the Wonder Boy games. Cool. Uh, that's also going to be on PS4 and Xbox. Uh, there's a port for the War of Mine coming. Mm. A game called Everspace. Yeah, the roguelike shooter. Oh, if yeah, if you look at this article, there's a screenshot of Bad North. I think this game looks so nice. It looks neat for sure. Yep. Uh, and then before the end of the year, they they are gonna come out with Moonlighter. Yes, uh, Baba is you. Streets of Rogue. Streets of Rogue is real good too. Uh, and then they showed some early 2019 stuff. A new league, a new game called Night Call. Children of Morta. Uh oh, a port of Slay the Spire. Which I'm excited about that. I, I'm excited about that. I've been wanting to play that, and I would love to have that on the Switch. Yep. 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 Good game. Uh, and then Terraria is also coming in 2019. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm down for that too. So some cool looking stuff. Yep. Agreed. Uh, I already mentioned Windjammers 2, and this is weird. I'm surprised this. I even came across this headline. Drop Mix Season 2 was announced. Hell yeah. How did this game sell enough? They were selling it for 30 bucks. Mm. I am shocked that someone was able to justify having a season two. Uh, it's going to have new features and, and uh, playlists and modes. There's going to be a puzzle mode. Okay. You, get to, you can collect badges. I guess there's, uh, there's achievements built into it now. Uh, looks like new music. I'm trying to see what's, if there's any sweet banger. Baby metals. One of the songs. Yeah. Um, and yes, it's the one, if you know baby metal, you've heard. It's the baby metal song. All I do is win. Chocolate or whatever. Yeah, give me chocolate. Give it's me that chocolate. Uh, Side Gangnam style, I'm excited for. That's going to be dumb. Okay. <laughs> yep. Oh no, I, you shouldn't have put this in here. They just revealed that the season three and four packs are back in stock. Those are the ones I'm missing. Oh no. Uh, so you, Are you ordering them right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But for like a regular price, right? Not like yeah, an upsell. For, okay. for actual human prices. Cool. That's good then. Uh, I guess there'll be new effects cards. I'm not going to go through all of them, but you can look them up if you're interested. There's a Drop Mix Insider program. What? You get to first hear about new features. John, you should get on this. Yeah, I have the link open. I haven't signed up for it yet. Okay. There's also a, dis- a Drop Mix Discord, which I'm sure is has a ton of people in it. Uh, at least enough to guarantee a season two. I yeah. am sh- I am so shocked that they're making a season two. I thought this game was dead. 
but that's great. Yeah, that is great. I like it. Draw Mix is a cool game. Um, I'm still waiting for it to drop to 30 bucks again so I can scoop that. Hell and yeah. that does it for the news. Yeah. Let's do some questions. <clears throat> Topdownrespective at gmail.com is the email address to send questions in. You can also do that on the Facebook group. The Twitter account is at TDP Podcast. John's P.O. Box and the Discord server. Speaking uh, of the P.O. Box. Is that, a, is that a, a different piece of mail? This is our friend who has not sent any letters in a while, decided to send a pile of them in one giant envelope. <laughs> Just getting a little lazier. <laughs> okay. Oh, here right, we go. What do we got here? We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, wow. nine, and ten. Oh, wow. no. Wow. Okay. Well, Cost of stamps went up, and it was like, this is breaking the bank. <laughs> Um, I assumed you just uh, hadn't gone to your P.O. Box. That's nope, why we hadn't heard we about it. Hadn't been sending them. Okay. Well, this was already a long episode. Let's let's double it. Here we go. We're doubling let's down. All right. Here it. we go. Let me let me buy my drop mix cards here after. Uh, June fourth, Undertale is in every game of the year slot as always. Uh huh. Oh shit. Well, it's been a while. Usually I do these guys in batches of four, but life happened, so I've been procrastinating. Life's not happening, so I can do these again. Also, I'm not going to put them in separate envelopes this time since the illusion is already shattered. Let's have John ask Sean and Paul a few questions. Okay. Okay. How many characters are there in each Smash Brothers game? Oh, I don't know. Wait, I have what? no idea. Let's do over-under rules, so someone guesses first. You say if it's under or over, switch to the next person and go back and forth until someone guesses correctly. First to three correct guesses wins. Smash Ultimate will be the tiebreaker if necessary, preferably not, since the announcements can happen. This will be as of August 6th. August Smash 4 DLC is included in Smash 4 accounts. We're doing it for each... Okay, so all, all the games except Ultimate, is that right? Ultimate will be the tiebreaker. First, the three points wins. Let me grab my pencil. Okay. Conveniently. So N64. N64 is going to be the easy one. All right. Yep. Sean, starting with you. Oh, no. I'm going to... Uh, hang on. How many Smash games are there again? Five, if you're Five? counting Ultimate. Okay. Yeah. Because 3DS and Wii U is, has separate uh, characters, right? No. Same rosters. They have the exact same rosters? Really? Yeah. That was the point of them. I thought that I thought like there was like 3DS had like some of its own. 3DS had, 3DS had different modes and stages, but it, it was the oh, exact same roster. Okay. Gotcha. Sean, how many people can you play as in Smash 64? Okay, uh, 18. Over, and now it goes to Paul. Under. <laughs> no, is it? I, it's higher or lower, so yeah. lower. It's lower than eighteen. Paul, how many characters you do you just think pick are a number? It's lower than eighteen. Uh, under, under. I want to say. I feel Part like, of the cards. I feel like I'm forgetting someone. I want to say like ten. Under, Sean. 16. Who did I... Th- Lower. 
Paul. Yeah, I am forgetting. So. 14. Lower. Jesus John. Christ. So 12? Correct. Okay. Is it really just two lines of six? Okay. Yeah, you start with eight characters right off the bat mm. and you unlock four. I guess it was like a four by three screen, so those lines couldn't be very long. It was yeah. it was uh, six by two. Yeah, six by two for the I knew it was screen. two. I thought it was just wider than it. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Paul, you start this time around. Melee. How many characters can you play as? Oh, melee. Go oh, 30. Lower. Sean. Yeah. 24. Higher. Paul. 26. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Sean starts. Have, How many playable I, characters I, in Brawl? I have... Oh, man. Uh, 40. Lower. Paul. 30. Higher. Sean. 34. Higher. Paul. 37. Dead on. What? Okay. Paul, you start. Smash four. Oh, Jesus. Um, I have no idea. 60. <clears throat> Lower. Sean. 50. Higher. Paul. Oh, sorry. What did you say, Sean? I said 50 and you it's too 50 low. And it's too low. <clears throat> you know what? Let's cut the difference. 55. Higher. Sean. Okay. 56. Higher. Paul. 58. Ding, ding, ding. Paul wins. Yeah, I remember wins. that number. And he had Smash Ultimate here, but I don't remember if this even includes... It says as of the 6th of August. Okay. Which I don't think had Chrom and everyone in it, so it might not be worth doing. But I'll take a guess from each of you, see if you can guess as of the beginning of the month how many characters were announced for Smash Ultimate. Okay. Starting with Sean, just give me one guess. Okay, uh, 200. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot. A Lower. Lot. Paul. 88. 68 is... I think it, it would have been funnier if you had gone higher. <laughs> Just putting that out there. And there's still the script of the room on the back. Uh, letter 2, 11th of June... It's pretty sad that the thing I'm most excited for from E3 is the Metal Wolf Chaos announcement. It's such a dumb game, uncomfortably long pause. Yep. And the reason is, uncomfortably long pause, because I'm the President of the United States of America. Yeah! Yep. Oh. Trump? Who, who were the... Fr- uh, our number one listener. <laughs> Mr. President. He can't, he can't afford individual stamps. <laughs> Who are the president, vice president, and secretary in Metal Wolf Chaos? Since John has played the game recently, let Paul and Sean... They're not going to get this. I have absolutely no idea. Um, Trump? One of them's named James, right? Nope. No. That's because, like, every... Every guy's named James. um, John. I was going to say, John? Is his name John? Nope. No. No, no, no. This is the worst game. This is not this is nothing. Oh my god, it's been so fucking long. I don't Steve? expect I don't expect you to get this. Honestly, you want me to just read it out? Yeah. Uh, one more. King K rule. <laughs> you got it. Yeah, King K rule. Yep. Uh the president is Michael Wilson, the vice president Michael is Richard Wilson. Hawk, and the secretary is Jody Crawford. And apparently no one cares about the treasurer. 
Letter three, oh, no. 18th of June. Honestly, I hate the inconsistency of information online sometimes. I was going to do a how many launch titles did various Nintendo consoles have, oh, mainly God. to point out that the N64 only had two launch titles in the US, <clears throat> but I can't... Uh, but I can't even get consistent numbers for some. Some places are saying the NES had 16 launch titles in the US. Some are saying 18, or some 17, some 18. So let's do something different. The N64 launched with three games in Japan, but only two in the US. Okay. Uh, what Japanese game, launch game wasn't released overseas for the N64? Oh, yeah, Jesus. I had no idea, so good luck. I'm not even going to bother. I don't know. That Battle Tetris game. Here's a better question. Can you guess the two launch titles that actually did come out in North America for the N64? Mario 64 has to be one of them. That is correct. I don't know what the other would be. Is it Pilot Wings? That is also correct. Was that then? Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Interesting. The game was apparently Saikyo Habu Shogi. It's a Japanese chess game which guest starred the top Shogi player at the time. The more you know. Yeah. Okay. That. What? I, I was close. Yep, you were the closest easily. Why does it say we three kings of the mountain out on the end? Did I miss uh, another hidden thing? You just activated someone. Yeah. Seems like <laughs> one been playing your game way too long. Oh no, there's another hidden thing in these. This is also why we paired them together. But the, weirdly enough, the first letter does not have anything referring to this. 25th of June. Did you try dipping it in lemon juice to reveal? <laughs> or no, wait, heat, because you would write in lemon juice, right? Yep. Heat. Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> put under a black light. Remember when bits... Do not put it under a black light. Remember when bits <laughs> in a console was a big deal? That died after the 64-bit era, but I would argue that it was still at its peak back then. That's how the Nintendo 64 got its name, and that was the main marketing point of the Atari Jaguar. Uh, which it's laughable that it boasted being a super advanced computer being the first 64-bit console when its games were absolute crap. And it's not even that advanced being 64-bit when the first 64-bit computer came out long beforehand. What year did the first 64-bit computer come out, give or take five years? Oof, that's a rough one. Um, Give or take five? I'm going to say 1985 is going to be my guess. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Anyone else got a guess? Uh, yeah, uh, not 1990. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll go 80 to get that five-year gap down. The IBM 7030 Stretch supercomputer came out in 1961. Oh, we're all wow. And it used both 64-bit data words and could use 64-bit instruction words. Jaguar, Jaguar, Jaguar. Um, I believe actually the whole bit thing was a marketing gimmick, not actually referring to proper processing power. So I don't actually believe that is correct. Yeah, but uh, agreed. I have not looked that up, so that may actually still be the case. Well, I I went out for a ride and I too went back. I guess I'm gonna have to start putting these in order now, since apparently there's a new puzzle <laughs> at the end. Okay, is thanks it a new puzzle or just another script to thanks, something? Thanks, Professor Layton. Uh, <laughs> matchstick. <laughs> Fuck you! Yeah, I want, I want a new Layton game, man. Put that on, put, put that on Switch. Thought they said they were, no. That's Phoenix Wright. That's getting one. It's, yeah, Phoenix Wright. Yeah. July second, there are a surprising amount of TV crime shows from NCIS to CSI to Law and Order, and that's not even getting into judge judge shows. Why are people so obsessed with crime shows? Do people like to see the bad guy get caught in mysterious uh, in mysteries that are pretty one dimensional? 
what message does this send to the future generation when we completely ignore restorative justice and equate vengeance to justice? These are not questions that game developers were thinking of as they made games based off of these TV shows for a quick dollar. Of NCIS, Criminal Minds, CSI, and Law and Order, which has the most video games? And bonus question, which has the least? Okay. CSI has to have the most. I have played two of those at least fully. Yeah. Just a reminder, your shows are NCIS, Criminal Minds, CSI, and Law and Order. Criminal Minds ha- is the least. CSI is the most. That's my guess. I want to say Law and Order is the least and CSI is the most. Sean is correct. Criminal Minds has one game. NCIS has two. Law and Order has five. And CSI has 12. Yeah. (laughs) There's 12 CSI games. Fun fact, Telltale developed four of them and Mm. one Law and Order game. I completely forgot about those ones. Mm -hmm. I was thinking of a CSI one that's on the 360 because I think it had easy achievements. Oh, okay. <clears throat> they were fun enough. They're fine. <laughs> I just want uh July 9th. I just want last week to sink in a little more. There are more CSI video games than Ace Attorney games. We live in a society. <laughs> also, I love how when a character appears in the room out of nowhere, the scriptwriter uses the word materializes. Well, now that I'm pretty off track, let's go even more off track and talk about Bruce Springsteen. He's okay. an artist who has released so many <laughs> record-setting singles and albums and has been singing for over 50 years. How many songs has he released? I'll give you give or take a hundred. <laughs> what? Uh, twenty five hundred. I'm gonna say three hundred. You're gonna say twenty five hundred? I'm gonna say twenty five hundred. Oh my god! I probably would have guessed like a hundred. His nickname okay. is the boss. So if it's less than a thousand, okay, and you're going three hundred. Okay, I'm gonna go five hundred. I. Okay, yeah, I have no idea. He has released a whopping 318 tracks as of the beginning of 2018. Goddamn, that's a lot. One wonders how much longer he can keep going for. Now back to 2500. What are you talking about? Wait, since when? 2018. He's been around longer than I've been alive doing that. How is that only that amount? That's crazy. That's not much at all. He's just one man. All right, 16th of July, the the PS2 is almost too many games with over 3,874 titles released for it. That's a lot of game. You may even need game experts to handle all of them. Nice. Nice reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So here are two questions. What is this reference? We are game experts, remember? Yeah, our old podcast that never existed. Uh, so here are two questions based off of the best-selling it's games Nathan. for the It's Nathan. Nathan's system. the one writing in. <laughs> <laughs> what was the best-selling game that didn't start with the four letters GRAN? And what placing, i.e. 7th, etc., did the best-selling sports game have? Stats are from Wikipedia, so take this with a grain of salt. So first question is, for the PS2... What was the best-selling game that isn't a Grand Theft Auto or Gran Turismo? Yeah. Ah, crud. I feel like we've had something like this before. Would it be Final Fantasy? Oh, wait, no, because I remember, wasn't, like, Tony Hawk up there or something like that? Probably. Probably. It's 
It's got to be Final Fantasy VII, right? For PS2? Oh, you're, yeah, no, I'm, yeah, you're right. I'm mistaken. I guess Final Fantasy X, but. And then, and then basically which sports title sold the most? Which yeah. FIFA sports title sold the, sold the most? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Oh, did it, wait, no, no, I'm asking, did it say FIFA or? or oh, it said, it just, sp- it what, what is the best-selling sports game? Oh, what, okay. what well, rank? it's gotta be FIFA. Yeah, what it's rank? FIFA, though. What rank was the best-selling sports game? Oh, I see. Okay. Paul, what's your first guess for the, uh, what's the, f- the highest non-gran game? Mm. I'll say to what year? Mm. Go ahead, go ahead. What year did uh, the uh, PlayStation Two come out? Two thousand one. All right, I'm gonna say Final Fantasy Ten and FIFA. Oh, two. Yeah, that's my guess. Just to change it up, I will say a Tony Hawk. No, sorry, I meant FIFA three. I wanted the second one. Mm. <clears throat> well, so they would have done a year ahead, right? I remember the PS2 having a shortage when it came out, so I'm pretty sure it's not that. I've already looked at the answer, so I can't say this. All right. Oh. The order of best-selling from starting at number one to number five is Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, Gran Turismo 3, Gran Turismo 4, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and Final Fantasy X is the Ten. fifth place. Yeah. So okay. Final Got Fantasy it. X was correct. Nice. Going down the list, Madden NFL 2005 is 13th place. Wow. There are oh. two other Madden games in the top 20 best-selling PS2 games list. I thought FIFA, FIFA outdid Madden all the time. Apparently not. <laughs> Crazy. Next up, we have three remaining. Uh, July 23rd, you may be surprised that the top sports game wasn't FIFA. Well, you <laughs> would was. be giving Wikipedia too much credit on, on it actually being accurate. FIFA wasn't even on the list at all. And looking at VG charts, those games on PS2 usually sold three or four million. The highest I saw was FIFA 06, which sold 4.21 million, which is still less than the 24.35 million recorded in the U.S. for Madden 05. But yeah, I'm glad you never do stats questions for throwing controllers anymore. Yeah, they're a pain in the ass. People are already confusing Tetris music for Pokemon. You don't need people confusing sources. Speaking of arbitrary, Paul and Nathan recently had a discussion of who would win a hot dog eating contest. Kirby... Yoshi or Pac-Man? What that movie is on my SoundCloud Nathan... for anybody who wants to listen to that. What movie did Nathan initially base his argument on? Were you watching Pixels? No. So, all right. I'll give some context to what happened here because it's a weird <laughs> question for anybody who might not know. Nathan and I met up at Denny's for a like real late night uh, sandwich and soup, basically, in chat. And I was trying out some lapel mics I have that work with my cell phone. So I was like, we should test these out to see if we could do like a stupid little podcast. He's like, okay, I've been wanting to talk about this thing for a while. (laughs) And uh, it sounds like Nathan. The thing he's been wanting to talk about that he's been like holding back until like we were recording was there was a conversation on a forum that he frequents. I can't remember if it's Reddit, Giant Bomb or where, but... It's a place he frequents on the internet. Then they were saying, like, who would win in a hot dog eating contest? And he picked what everyone thought was the wrong answer. So he wanted to have a large discussion with me 
about his reasoning for it because he felt weird about it. So that's the whole context for that. And people can listen to that on my SoundCloud if you want to. So Wait, what are we trying to guess? Something about a movie? The movie that he based his answer on. So his answer originally <laughs> was uh, I just Yoshi. That's not who I would have guessed. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> and he got a little bit berated and a little annoyed at it for his answer. So, But um, he based his answer on a movie and he wants to know what movie it was. Yeah. And I know, the remember, I know the answer, so I won't oh. answer. I'm, there's no way I'm going to guess, so go ahead. Stand by me. It was the pie eating contest and stand by me. Yeah. Okay. No. I have not seen this. Okay. Who did you? Who do you think would would win, Paul? Me? Oh, and Kirby, John. because he's Kirby. a black hole. Kirby, not Pac-Man. No. Pac-Man has to so, move to eat. Okay, this was the whole conversation we had. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> so we the whole conversation the was we set them all up with uh, their best like way to eat something. Yoshi's was like basically large clumps that would consistently be served to him every time he had to pull his tongue back. Pac-Man's was all of the hot dogs would be lined up on a long table for him to run down, and Kirby's would be literally anything because he just has to open his mouth. <laughs> so I feel like Kirby can like he'll he'll increase in size though, and that's not limitless. Pac-Man seems no, like Kirby he, increases in size and he like swallows it all, then he's back to normal. That's literally his gimmick. Where does he? Where does it go? That's the whole thing. Kirby's <laughs> yeah. supposed to be like a pocket dimension. Like I'm sorry to anybody. The answer is Kirby. There's actually no debating this. Uh, it just is the way it I is. No man, Pac-Man doesn't even slow down to eat. The only stipulation that we came across is that. If Kirby sucked up so many hot dogs that he was forced to spit them back out as a plasma like ball like he does in the games, it might be considered a disqualification for not swallowing it. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, Kirby wins every other time. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Or he gets disqualified for eating the other contestants is was another thing. That's more than likely what would happen. Yeah. Okay. July 30th. Okay, let's do regular gaming trivia. Mario 64 features Mario in a then-revolutionary platforming adventure. However, when the game was ported to the DS, he wasn't alone. He wasn't even the first playable character in the game. Who is the first playable character, and who are the four total playable characters in Super Mario 64 DS? I think I know the four. I don't know the first one at all. I have no idea. Well, if you know so the four, the, then you the, pick the four, four. It's Mario, Yoshi, Wario, and Luigi. Sounds and I'm going to guess it's Yoshi. Do you, I, Paul, you want to make a guess? I would guess Luigi. Sean is correct on both counts. Woo! Mario, Luigi, Wario, and Yoshi, and Yoshi starts the game. Okay. It's I don't think there. I actually ever played 64 DS. Yeah, you could also collect 150 stars in the game, not just 120, and it featured many other enhancements. I guess he's done with his numbering system based on this. Okay. And the last one. On my business card, I am a corporate president. In my mind, I am a game developer, but in my heart, I am a gamer. It's been over three years since his death, and mm. he's on my mind today, so let's ask some questions about him. Which yeah. of these games did Iwata not save from development hell or perform an impressive feat with okay Pokemon Stadium 
Kirby's Dream Land 3, Super Smash Brothers, Earthbound, Pokemon Gold and Silver, Pinball for the NES, and Super Smash Brothers Melee. Out of these, I think he was involved in just about every one of them. Well, that's the point of the question, right? All except for one. The only one I know about is he had a hand with Kirby. That's the only thing I had heard. And Pokemon so Gold no and Silver, he basically saved that game single-handedly. He saved, I did not know he this. saved Melee, he saved Gold and Silver, he saved Pokemon Stadium. One of his first games was Pinball. Yep. He helped work on Smash Brothers. And he did work on Earthbound. I actually, if there is an answer that isn't none of the above, it's probably Dreamland 3. Yeah, that's the one I, I thought he had, I thought he like came from Hal originally. Yeah, but that like he that was like Kirby's Adventure. I remember him working on. Okay, yeah, I, I mean, I have no idea. Just for being different, I'll say Stadium. I, I have absolutely no idea. I probably would have guessed Stadium as well. It was B Kirby's Dream Land three. Wow. Okay. Yeah, casually stepping in and fixing games was just an everyday occurrence for Iwata. Yeah. Uh, so there's no reference to this naming scheme that he's got going on here. Uh, there's. He has a Do you bunch. Want to just of, read the, the yeah. Bonus he has a bunch of order? he has a bunch of sentences here that have one word taken out of them, and uh, this this is one two three four five. And I'm assuming if you forget the five words, it makes a sentence. Okay. Sentence one seems like blank. Been playing your game way too long. Probably I've. Yeah, that's what I'm. Or thinking. you've. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, sentence two. I went out for a ride and I blank went back. Never. So I've never, you've never. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've never. We blank king of the mountain out on the end. I have no idea. We play king of the mountain out on the end. What is king of the mountain? I'm like- assuming this is like a like a, it's like either a movie quote or a song lyric. So, so far we've got, I've never played. Maybe. Okay. I, I, I think I know where this is going <laughs> because, uh, number four is the word undertale. <laughs> oh okay. God. Uh, huh. and the last sentence is, and it's, in the lonely it's be cool, psych, right? and in the lonely cool blank before dawn. The lonely cool blank before dawn and the and we think it's I've never played Undertale blank. Yeah, maybe it's I've only played <laughs> Undertale. I've never played Undertale. What's the last sentence again? And in the lonely cool blank before dawn. Like night. I've never played Undertale Night. Well, I'm just trying to think what would what it even fits in that sentence. Evening, like air. Yeah, I'm gonna type it in. Which what are you typing in the final sentence or the words that we came up with? Oh, it's a Bruce Springsteen reference. And okay. in the and in the lonely cool before dawn, there's no word there. What? 
Maybe he forgot to take one of them out and he just wrote the full sentence. Uh, he must have taken out. He must have meant to take out before, which means the sentence is I've never played Undertale. Before. Yeah. Yeah. OK, that's what I was thinking, too. But you said before because you yeah. wrote it. So I was like, oh, that's why man. I was like, wait, say the sentence again. OK, so I guess I guess the whole joke is he's actually never played Undertale. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the joke's on you. That's a good game. You should play it. Sucker. Maybe that'll ruin it. Maybe, maybe he'll play it and he'll hate it. Yeah, that <laughs> like, would this be, actually sucks. Oh, my God. That would be so funny. <laughs> he hyped it up too much to himself. <laughs> the only All casualty right. was him. Uh, there are other ways you can send in questions. Uh, Eduardo did that. He wrote, uh, what are some of the best love it or hate it games? Love it or hate it games. Okay. Kingdom Hearts. I think that's a good one, frankly. <laughs> yeah. I think like hardcore tactics games have this about them. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Or strat- maybe just strategy games in general. In general, yeah. Like RTS games are very much love or hate it. MOBAs are very much love or hate it. Yeah, that's a good one. Deadly Premonition. Deadly Premonition, yeah. You either uh, get yeah, it or you that's don't. That's yep. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So that's my favorite one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, second question from Eduardo. What are some of the funniest podcasts? Oh, the top-down perspective, which you're currently listening to. <laughs> it's all you need to know. Done, number one. Yeah. Uh, I like, uh, I listen to my brother, my brother, and me, which I feel like everyone listens to the McElroys, and they have like 9,000 podcasts. I do not. Uh, another one I will recommend is The Worst Idea of All Time. That's another quite funny podcast. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what I, I listen to, uh, Super Bunny Hop's podcast, Dad and Sons. I don't necessarily think they're funny, but like they're affable people for funny. Uh, I mean, I listen to like comedy podcasts, but they're not like, they're not exactly funny necessarily. They're not like putting on bits or whatever. They're talking about comedy and stuff like WTF with Mark Mayer and Joe Rogan and all that sort of stuff, depending on who the guest is. Otherwise, important if true is actually the best thing Idle Thumbs have oh. done. Probably, I don't know if I would agree with that, but I do like that. It's podcast. so much better than their video game stuff. It's amazing. It's really good. Again, I don't know if I agree with that, but it's a it's a shame that's on hiatus for while they move to Seattle. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it comes back like at all. Hopefully, I'm assuming it would. Yeah, they're just that whole company's moving. Yep. Uh, and John, you don't listen to podcasts, right? Not really, no. All right. Then, yeah. Paul, why don't you take this question from Chris? Yeah, Chris also writes in and says, One-hit wonders in media, such as music, are common. When I tried to think of my favorite one-hit wonders in video games, I surprisingly drew a blank. Usually bad franchises stay bad and good franchises stay good, but even video games have to have a one-hit wonder or two, right? So my question is, what is your favorite one-hit wonder video game? This is a hard one. <laughs> actually well so he mentions franchises so do we have to pick like a franchise that has like a one good game in it or could we pick like a developer that has one good game this is why this is hard for me because i don't know which one to go with either i think it'd probably be easier for the developer to have had one game that you really like and then everything else was like whatever but uh, i kind of feel a bit of that with a sweary i do like d4 uh but it's just like it's okay. Whereas I love Deadly Premonition. I didn't care for uh, Spy Hunter much. 
Sweary is very much a one-hit wonder. That's a good call. Yo, I'm not reading out any more questions after reading 10. That's fine. I'm, I'm just trying to think uh, of more answers. Or even if we did limit it to the franchise, I'm trying to think of some for that. See, too. that one's hard for me because generally I will overlook problems with games because I like the franchise in general. I, like the other way is easy to pick like one game from a franchise I dislike, but usually yeah. if the franchise is that long, I, I probably it's I mean it's probably doing something right. It's lasted that long. Yeah, no, totally. Um, Honey Pop because Honey Camp Studios trash. But Honey Pop Two is coming out soon. Still counts for now, <laughs> for this <laughs> time and spot for August whatever it is twenty fourth. That is my answer. <laughs> Any thoughts, John? Not really, no. Okay. It's I'll read the next one then from Rasterman. Mm-hmm. Out of the games you know, what would you say is the hardest one to guess in a good game of Pictionary? Out of the games you know, what's the hardest to guess in a game of Pictionary? Okay. I feel um, like anything in like NHL a franchise 09. would be hard. Yeah, just like random <laughs> sports game. Well, that's or what they any, wrote. They wrote the rest yeah. of the question says, my answer is FIFA 08, which every <laughs> year gets increasingly harder to pinpoint with so many similar bloody games in the series genre. Just draw a dude kicking a soccer ball. You already know it's video games. But you're not going to know it's FIFA 08. Well, then you just start listing them in numbers. It's true. But it could be um, Inazuma 11. Mm, yeah. Yeah, you still get the 8 before 11. I get, are you allowed to put a number down, though? You're allowed to put down the number symbol, I believe, not the actual number. Wait, what is the difference? You're allowed to put the pound to show that it's actually like you're looking for a number to add on to the oh, number. Put, oh, you can put a pound. Okay, I see. Um, well, I, I mean, shooters would be hard, especially just like any kind of war-based one, like Call of Duty ones. I don't know if I knew the clue was video games three words or something and then there was a phone my first thing would be call of duty i would guess more obscure ones i think would be way harder like weird little indie titles okay yeah so like singularity yeah exactly there's a good one or like the doom remake Mm -hmm. or reboot i should say doom yeah where it's a picture of just like a dude shooting. I think a dude. racing games would be pretty hard. Mm-hmm. They could be, yeah, like Gran Turismo. Uh, yeah, or even just like any, like just pick a random fast um, Need for Speed. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at my library and see what the dumbest name Steam game I have is. And that's my answer. <laughs> okay. Although I am leaning towards the Hurricane of the Varstray. Let me see if I can see remember that whole. Title I don't is. even know what that is. The Hurricane of the Varstray Collateral Hazard. Yep. Try drawing yep. that. All right, Paul, you got the next yep. one. This is not gaming related at all, but does Alberta really not have rats? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't so, know why that's going around recently, but yes, this is true. So, okay, I read into this because what they... This was in our Discord. The person underneath it, like, posted a... 
Twitter thread about this or whatever. And I read all about it. This was propaganda started a long time ago that said, like, be a good Albertan. If you see a rat, report and kill it, basically. So there has been a little bit of that. But we actually have a number you can call called, like, the Rat Patrol or Rat Squad or whatever. And if you see a rat, you call the number. They will send out people to destroy the colony, like, right away. So they actually, there is funding to kill rats in Alberta to make it rat-free. So that is the reason why. But mostly it's propaganda because rats do exist here. And because, yeah, do they're they? everywhere. Yeah, they're everywhere. Because the I was thing, thinking back. I don't think I've ever seen a rat when I was living in Calgary. Because if they I've were seen, at all I've obvious. Seen mice. Yeah, I've seen we mice, do have mice. Sure, mice. But... If there there was three spottings this year so far in Calgary in different spots, but like those colonies have been wiped out. So there's rats here, but it gets taken care of is the answer. And that was from Dead in Sky, by the way. Yeah. Uh, next question from VGC Kenny. Do you think that Master Hand and Crazy Hand or smaller equivalents should be playable in Smash Ultimate or any future Smash games? No. Yo, so there's there's a, a game shark code for the melee that lets you play as Master Hand. I think I've seen that before. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Apparently, that's actually kind of fun. My answer is no, because I don't care about that. I want more <laughs> weird characters. They wouldn't be able to balance it, so I say no. No. I kind of like having them as like bosses. So. Yep. One press L2P. Uh, says what games are bad games in their respective series, but are actually good games when you take them as a separate entity, not in the series. This question came from the fact that Metal Gear Solid 5 being a great game mechanically, but since it didn't deliver on the crazy Metal Gear Solid story vibes, it isn't seen as a good Metal Gear Solid game. Can you think of other examples in other series? Uh, So this was also a giant Discord discussion we had. Some of the things we brought up, were Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, which I very yeah. much agree with because I don't like those games, but I like that one because it's not a collectathon. So mm. it was great for me. Um, I'm trying to think of a few more. There were some really good answers in that. I wonder would Mass Effect Andromeda count if it wasn't called Mass yeah. Effect? Would it, I bet it would have mm. had better praise. Hmm. Yeah, Probably. Like, you know, bugs aside, because it was a buggy game. Yeah. But just I feel like it got really, you know, yeah. hit hard because it was the follow up to such a successful trilogy. Yeah. Also, Metal Gear Solid Survive is the fucking worst. So that's actually mm-hmm. the more accurate other. It's the other way around where it's just like this game's really bad in the series, I guess. So but it's very much a weird Metal Gearish game. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people really liked Resident Evil 4 because it was a departure. And it's the reason why I don't care for that one as much. Uh, so depending who you are, that's probably... Because like this is subjective. They're, at, they're saying what are bad games in their respective series but are actually good games. So that's just subjective. That's... Yeah. Uh, oh my god, what were some of the other ones people brought up? Yeah, Federation Force was uh, another one some people were saying as well. All right, and last question comes from Deku Hayes. 
How do you think a health and mana recovery potion would taste in real life? Bonus points if you want to specify which potion from certain game. So Final Fantasy, I think 12 actually put out potion drinks for sale. And I believe they're just like fizzy mint. I think they're like Sprite, basically. Mm-hmm. Both of them or they taste different. Uh, I think the mana was a different flavor. See, one, I one of them might have been bubblegum. I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure like mint or like lemon lime ish fizzy drink was kind of like potion taste. Okay, when I when I'm thinking of a recovery one, I'm thinking it's got to be like red for like heart or like health points sure. or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like code red Mountain Dew or <laughs> cherry Kool Aid. I'm thinking like a vitamin water or Gatorade or something, something with like. That almost tastes like a flavored water that just goes down really smoothly. You know what? I, bet, I think we're actually thinking about this the wrong way. Here it's we go. medicine. It would probably taste you're, awful. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> here, here. This is a description of the drink I was talking about, the Final Fantasy XII potion. Uh, to commemorate the coming of Final Fantasy XII, Square Enix and Suntory produced Final Fantasy potion, an herb drink <coughs> containing such ingredients as royal jelly... Uh, propolis extract, elderberry, chamomile, sage, thyme, hyssop, fennel, uh, marjoram, rosemary, basil, Melissa. (laughs) All right. Now they're just fucking with us. I think (laughs) carbonated water, caffeine, and artificial uh, coloring. The drink had a unique taste. It was very sweet, but at the same time possessed a bitter herbal aftertaste. I could see that. And when poured, the drink had a light blue color. Uh, I think a mana recovery potion would probably be minty of some sort. I could see that. So I'm going to change my health potion. I think it's going to taste like cough medicine. I could, yeah. Probably. What's the one where it's like a taste Buckley's? It tastes awful, but it works. That's why I'm thinking about that. Yep. <laughs> and mana, you're thinking it would, like, green? Is that what you're thinking? What? Okay. Oh, I don't. She said minty. Are you thinking like it would be a green color? No, color has nothing to do with this taste. Taste isn't okay, a color. Well, no, I'm just kind of, I'm just trying to like paint a word picture. Okay. Here's, here's my, here's it has my to idea be for blue for me. I, I would think it would be, I guess, yeah, because green could be health. I'm going to keep it as green because I already had that idea. Okay. It's going to be, it's going to be this kind of like spearmint green. It's going to be kind of like Pepto Bismol, but if it was a light, lighter green. Okay. That's what it's going to look like. And like, it's going to be kind of syrupy. It's going to taste like those. Those uh, kind of frosted tree gummies. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's going to taste like that. Like if you kind of melted one of those down and then somehow the color turned into like a light spearmint green. That's where I'm going. Yeah. Yo, can I read these two entries here for the other potion re-releases? Because they're kind of amazing. Yeah, please. Yes, please. Uh, This is for the 10th anniversary of Final Fantasy VII Potion. The taste of the potion was said to be inspired by Sephiroth and his isolationism and beauty. It includes what? ingredients such as dolomite to represent the earth, the earth crust's energy, royal jelly, and vitamin B1. The potion was first sown at the Final Fantasy party. And for Dissidia, the first Dissidia, they released two drinks, the Cosmos drink and the Chaos drink. The Cosmos drinks are light yellow-green in color, while the Chaos drinks are a luminous light purple. Interestingly, by mixing the two drinks, the coloration became clear, lending itself to the themes duality of order and discord in Dissidia. That's cool. That is actually pretty cool. Are any of these alcoholic or are they all like soft drinks? They're all like energy drinks. Okay. Hmm. 
I bet there's like plenty of bars out there where it's like you can order a Sephiroth and it's like a mixed drink. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's totally a thing. Yeah. Although now I'm thinking like in Pokemon, aren't the potions like a spray? Yes. Yeah. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um, if people want to send in questions for next week, it's top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the discord channel and John's PO box. What are your games of the week? Uh, I'll say dead cells. Kingdom hearts too, I guess. And I'll say flipping death. Uh, so breaking news. The hourglass is actually an hour. Okay. Nice. Great. Nice. Uh, Lives up to the name. Uh, housekeeping. John, you're not going to be here next week. Yep. I'm going to be at PAX. Do you want to say what your panels are, if you know, or anything? Yeah. The panel is Friday at, I believe, seven o'clock. Uh, I, I think it's the Sphinx Theater. I have to double check that. But it is not being streamed. So unfortunately, if you are at home, you will not be seeing the panel. We do not know if it will be recorded. That is one thing that we are trying to figure out. Yeah, let me get confirmation on the actual time here. 7.30, rather. Uh, 7.30 in the Sphinx T- Theater, which is in the Sheridan Hotel, because the first letter of the theater is the first letter of the hotel's name. Couldn't you just, like, set up a camera on a tripod? Probably, but we no one has a good camera to put on a tripod. Okay. Gotcha. That's, that's <laughs> the, our mi- real the mic issue. stuff would also be kind of an issue. Also that, yeah. Um, I also have a meet and greet at the Twitch booth on Saturday at 4.30 to 5.30. Otherwise, that's all I have for the schedule. I'm I'm pretty free this PAX, which is weird. Did that nice. on purpose because you want to play some Kingdom Hearts 3 and you knew oh, there would be yeah. long lines. Oh, hell yeah, hell yeah, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you had all these I'm people, actually, all these PR people being like, hey, can we book you? And you were like, nah, sir, not unless you got Kingdom Hearts 3 at your booth. To be fair, I'm actually probably going to be spending my entire time in line for Devil May Cry 5, so that's probably more than likely what I'll actually be doing. Cool. You're, I'm assuming you're taking the switch. What are you? What are you planning to play on the plane? The messenger comes out the day I leave, so I'm going to be playing the messenger. Cool. I'm just really sad that I'm not getting that before I leave, so I can stream it. I was really hoping to play it. I was. Um, Paul, what are you going to be playing while John's on the plane? <laughs> when is he on the plane again? 1 p.m. So probably you're going to be working. I will probably be working. <laughs> All right. I have no idea what I'll be up to. Um, <laughs> Those listening, uh, the September TDP Plus poll is live, so please go vote. It's the biggest poll. There's five games to choose from, so go vote so, on what we will play so and discuss options. Uh, in September. And also, the Runner 3 episode uh, obviously would have been next week, uh, but John's going to be away, so we are going to push that back one week, uh, so you can look for that around the September 7th uh, date. Uh, and that'll do it. Thanks everyone for tuning in uh, for this extra long one. We'll see you. Some of us will see you next week. Bye everybody. Bye.